got the privilege of sitting in the living room of two friends of mine that I like to think in maybe some way that I was like a matchmaker for them uh, just because I was really good friends with them both separately and individually before they got together. I don't know, not taking credit for it, but hey, maybe. And I'm going to let them um, introduce themselves, but I'll just go ahead and say that, uh, that Winfred, or better known as Worm, uh, we go back so far that we have uh, just traveled to different countries together on mission trips. We have served in youth ministry, music ministry. Uh, he does all kinds of like tech and audio and video. And I mean, he just does a little bit of everything. He's an engineer, creative mind, uh, just love to pick his brain. And, um, and also little tidbit, I don't typically do intros like this because we just intro and do it all together. But we had some technical difficulties with this episode, and if it was not for him being so ahead of the game and always thinking a step ahead, we would not have um, saved or recorded all of the audio. So there was a glitch with that. But he just happened to have his phone out and, uh, as a backup, was recording everything, and I didn't even know. So we are going to have this episode that you're about to listen to simply because of his thinking ahead. And, and then with Alicia... She and I both have served in youth ministry, music. Uh, She used to serve in the prison ministry and addiction recovery that we used to do. So we just, awesome. And dance ministry, I forgot to mention dance. She is a phenomenal dancer. I don't even know if she mentions that in her introduction, but I'm going to tell you because she's incredible. It's like, it's one of the most powerful things I've ever seen is to watch her dance and just how she immerses herself in it. And so, without any further ado, I'm going to let them do the rest of the talking, and I encourage you to listen all the way through to the end, because not only is there laughter throughout the episode, but there's also another little snippet of laughter at the end. But enjoy this next episode with Worm and Alicia Lucas. Tell me your your name, and maybe just like a 30-second snippet of like who you are, what you love to do. I hate to say like what you do. I'd be like, what do you do? I'm like, no, I don't want to do like, like who you are and what you enjoy doing. Hmm. You go first. <laughs> All right. So I'm Alicia Locust. I guess I start my age. I'm 34. <laughs> I, I love being married. I, I'm going to start with that. I love being married. I love the Lord. I love Catherine, I don't know what else to say. I feel like I also should have prefaced this episode by saying there's going to be a lot of laughter. There he is. There, there from is. Alicia. Oh, and is. probably from her too. Yeah. But He'll probably 90% be the 90% will be from Alicia. Yes. Exactly. And then she's going to laugh at herself it. laughing. That's fine. Yeah. I'm a little nervous, so. It's like a little Bear with me. Uh-oh. <laughs> well. You go. What's that it? That's all I got. That's all I can think of right now. That's a tough act to follow. <laughs> my, my name is Winfred Bruce Locust Jr. Uh-huh. And I am 37. Turned 37 27 days ago. Wow. And my balloons That's are still faithfully flying over there in the dining room. They They're probably going to be up there till Christmas. But um, love being married. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That was, that was that's why I said it was hard to follow. Right. I, was I, said, I said, tell me things that you enjoy doing. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> she enjoys doing marriage. <laughs> doing married life. That's fine. Enjoy doing married, married yeah. things. Right. So, yeah, I, I do enjoy being married as well. Yeah. Um, I just enjoy living life in general. Um, definitely love the Lord, and, and that's why I love living life. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I, I don't know if there's a bad day. I mean, there might be off days, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that bad. Just, just love living life and whatever comes, let's do it. Um, I love being active. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> just love getting things done and progressing and finding new things to do and or making yeah. things that we're already doing better and just staying in front of things. Not not letting anything like collapse as best as I mm-hmm. know how. So yeah, I think that's it. That's good. I actually 
100% agree with everything y'all said. I was like, let me think I'm telling me something I don't know. But I'm like, no, nope. 100%. <laughs> that's exactly like to a T. Uh, but yeah, so, and, and you both are like just two of the most like just full of life people that I've ever known. So I know you said you just love life and literally just from the laughter and everything where I feel like that every time I'm with you guys, um, there's going to be laughter. There's going to be, I mean, whether it's just like laughing at nothing, but there's going to be some sarcasm. There's going to be, yep, that's why I looked at him. There's going to be some sarcasm. There's going to be some jokes. Um, But there's always going to be, there's going to be a weight. There's going to be a heaviness that it's not just so lighthearted that it's flippant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's like there's like a purpose for the joy mm-hmm. that I just love that it exudes out of y'all and it's very contagious so mm-hmm. it's like when you're laughing I can't not <laughs> laugh like I have to laugh and I hope I don't laugh too much because I might start wheezing and hacking because this pollen is about to kill me I'm um, <laughs> so um so I know that you guys are you know you're you're mid-30s at this point Yes. And um, <laughs> one of right? Hey, I'm in the third club right. now. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the end. Yeah. He, he, he's pushing forward for me. Oh, you just turned 37. <laughs> so, and y'all are, I mean, kind of still newlyweds. Yeah. You know, y'all are married not like, what, two? A, a year. Two, not even two yeah. years. November will be two November. years. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Y'all's wedding was so lit. I didn't even, yeah. We, we won't talk about the fact that you got me in high heels for your wedding, and there's a picture of me on the on the curb on the sidewalk looking like looking like this. Wow! All life had been sucked out of me because I was about to faint. Um, but anyway, so y'all still newlyweds, so that means that you you got married in your thirties, and I know I've known both of you before you ever began a relationship together. And so it's just, yeah. it's so cool to like know your story and to have already had like an individual friendship with both of you where we, we've been friends for, I don't know, over 10 years. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've traveled across country borders together and um, just yeah. done all kinds of ministry together. And then when Alicia That's came nice. on the scene, it was so quick. It like was. how we connected yeah. and felt like that we had known each other for 10 years and really had been like 10 minutes yeah. and um just the way that you jumped in with serving in youth ministry and we just were like like two peas in a pot for a long time and so we've all Good served times. in youth ministry together and uh and then what just kind of like came together you know with all this and i mean i feel like that maybe y'all serving in youth ministry was like that's what y'all were first doing together right and worship ministry, like music, music. And, uh, you know, people kind of on the outside were looking in like, there's something going on. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and it was so low-key for a lot of people. I think that's our style. Right. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to this later, but y'all are already expecting a child. And you didn't even tell them. You still ain't made an announcement. And the baby's still in like two months. <laughs> like, lucky, y'all just gonna wait till the baby pops out. Y'all be like, hey, we're pregnant. Yes. Guess what? I love it. But look, your name is Locust. So you might as well be like Low Key Locust. Like, yeah, I like that's that. The Low Key Locust. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna coin that. Like, if y'all start using that, you better give me I'm like. I'm you should. Sure. Like, I'm gonna need a percentage that's of any, of any time. The Low Key Locust. So. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit before we get into your okay. marriage stories. We know you love being married. Yes. You already got that. Uh, but I know that it was, I mean, you were you were a full-grown adult um, of single life. And in my opinion, knowing y'all, y'all were, you were whole people. You were not in any way a half person looking for your other half. Like, y'all were so independent, driven. Like, you knew who you were. You knew what your worth was. Mm-hmm. You weren't settling for anything. Uh, but, you know, but that may not have been your testimony forever, at least just in yeah. time I've seen that. So I would love to know just a little backstory of your own individual life, maybe what you've been through for, from, you know, teenage, I wouldn't go much before that. I don't want to know what you was doing in kindergarten. Um, but, you know, teenage, when you're starting to become an adult and start kind of making adult decisions and, you know, just making choices for yourself, what did that look like? 
Which you want to go first and listen to? He's going to put you first for I all of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. So I guess with me, um, I guess I'll start with just saying I sort of raise or to know that, you know, we're going to church. Mm-hmm. You know, we were going, going to church, even though everything at the house did not resemble anything that we learned on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's just to be honest. <laughs> and it was it was almost like a family reunion. Like I knew that all my aunts and all my people were gonna be there on Sunday mm-hmm. morning and we all, you know, dressed up, got there, and it was like the event of the week. So yeah. I would say it was more of an event than anything. Um just getting up and, and going. Um and then um my sister, I guess I kind of got to bring her in it because my sister is 10 years younger than me. So it was me, you know, I was almost like a parent to her, a second, mm-hmm. second parent to her. Because in the summer, you know, mama didn't have to worry about child care. It was me and her. <laughs> and on Sunday mornings, if mama was running late, she would make sure she dropped us off. And I, I would be like, you know. If you get if you do anything, I'm disciplining you because I'm the parent. <laughs> so that that was got practice. Yes, yes. And so I, I think early on, I think I've always had like the um, sort of jumping around, but I think early on, I've always had like the 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 heart of you know to want children. I guess early on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but just growing up. <clears throat> with that that foundation but it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't it wasn't real you know mm-hmm. we still went to church we did all those things and i had my sister with me make sure she done the right thing we did the right thing and stuff like that we had the youth um youth choir moments and different things like that going on and uh i even danced um at church we had dance yeah. assemblies and stuff like that and all mm-hmm. types of stuff going on got the flags flags and all <laughs> I'll never forget it was one thing we had to do and we had skirts made everybody had pink skirts made oh gosh <laughs> like hot pink no yes no. hot pink skirts with the socks that you roll down that you scrunch down <laughs> with the white tennis shoes and a white t-shirt wow so all of that um so just raising that but soon as 18 hit I'm like all right, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with the facade. Let's let's bring out what I really got in my heart, you know, or what I really desired or whatever. So just getting into a lot of, you know, I guess I wouldn't say. I think a lot of it was I saw it. I saw it all the time, so I wanted to do it, and it was almost like. I had a desire of, you know, having a husband and having a family and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but it just wasn't the time. <laughs> right. So 18, you know, I'm thinking I'm grown. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was grown. Right. And, she, she grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was grown in middle school, you know, especially, you know, having a, a younger sister like that, you just take on that type sure. of maturity where you just feel like, you know, you're older than what you really are. Mm-hmm. So I think as soon as 18 started, I'm like, let's get my life started. And my life getting started was um, was a picture of, it, it was what I had seen. You know, it was dysfunction and, you know, um, you know, partying, hanging out, drinking, drugs. That's what growing up was to me. Yeah. You know, it was, it was this uh, false sense of, you know, adulthood. Mm-hmm. It was more of, you know, all of the, 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 and what I, one thing I gotta say, cause I think a lot of times, um, people say that when you're a teenager or when you're growing up, there's a prerequisite of, you know, you have to, you know, live life. You got to do these things to, before you can mature. And mm-hmm. that's not true at all. So let me go ahead and say that first for any teenager listening, because there's not a prerequisite for you to get high, get drunk, and do all this stuff and live life, you know, so to speak, live life um, before you can mature. That is a lie. A lie. Um, And I've watched my sister, my younger sister, completely, you know, bypass all the things that I had went into. Mm -hmm. And she's matured so much. (laughs) And it's it's because of the Lord. It's only because of Him. So, um, 
that is not a prerequisite. So just gotten to a lot of that and, you know, relationships and um, fell into relationship. And because I was so young and because I had thought love was, you know, what I had seen all my life, all the dysfunction or, you know, um, how my parents were or how I saw um, relationships in my family, I thought that's what love was. I thought love was, you know, the fuss and the fighting, you know, and that's mm -hmm. crazy to say. That's nuts yeah. to say that that's what you think but love is. But that's all you're is. exposed to. Yeah. Then you don't know what else it could be. You have no idea. And so you think that, you know, you're supposed to pour out everything and prove yourself to someone or prove your love and devotion to them versus and 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 not you know not really want anything in return mm -hmm. so that relationship lasted a long time that relationship lasted nine years mm -hmm. and that was from 18 to my 20s <laughs> i'm about to burn up now so. <laughs> <laughs> she was cold at first had a granny blanket <laughs> not even 10 minutes in all this talking <laughs> She's sweating there. It might be nervous. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Huh. So, um, nine years into that relationship, and, you know, we did everything that I thought was supposed to be, you know, a healthy relationship in in, in terms of my dysfunction. Um, and, and I would say his, too. Um, it was just a lot of immaturity. Just a lot of just, just, just wrong um and i and, and and in that um you know the the desire to have kids that was always something i've always had you know growing up especially but in that relation like finally you know <laughs> finally we can do this so in that you know we got pregnant twice in that so i think it's important because i was thinking how far should i go into this but um this is church talks this is yeah. <laughs> How real right. do I need to The be? subtitle is the stuff you may or may not talk about in church. So you can be as real and raw okay. as, as you want. Okay. So um, in that, you know, in 18, because um, I, I think I was just head over heels and I was like, this is going to be it. And to find out, um, I think I had just went off to school um, in Raleigh at Peace College and it was in August that I went to school. The relationship started earlier that year. And then um, towards the end of the year is when I found out I was pregnant. Um, so at that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in school, what I'm gonna do, you know, all this stuff. And um, I remember calling him, he's like, you know, let me call you back. Cause I mean, he's freaked out too. So in all of that, you know, just with the immaturity and everything, you know, we're just like, what are we going to do? And initially, you know, I thought, okay, we're going to do this. And just with all of that and everything, um, you know, just with, I guess, being confronted when I got back home with the reality of the situation and how we were supposed to support and if he was going to really truly be there and all these different things that I was sort of like just up. I don't know, just, it was almost smacked me in the face. Yeah. And I'll never forget, you know, just the conversations I had and just the fear and the thoughts of that. Um, but um, just having a conversation with, you know, a family member about it. But um, came to the conclusion, and I don't want, so what I don't want is anyone else to be like the blame for this. Yeah. So um, it came to the, you know, the conclusion of, of an abortion was what the topic was. Um, what we're gonna do, you know, and it wasn't something that he was pushing, it was something that I felt like for my end, I had to do. And I'm like, oh gosh, you know, not even really thinking about um, the consequences or even really thinking about what it meant. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it was something that I even really thought about. It was just something I was like, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. And that's it. Just, it was almost like <laughs> I had pushed my emotions, my heart and everything else down to just make a decision um, that I thought was best at the time. 
Um, and I'll never forget that that experience. Um, and and I think um, even afterwards, you know, I think I was fine. And then one day it just all hit me. And I was just like, I went back to school and tried to live life like it was, you know, like nothing had changed. And it rocked me, rocked me. I remember being in the dorm room, you know, taking NyQuil just to, you know, just to sleep. It was the worst of just, just filling up my days. I don't even remember doing homework. I have no like memory of doing any type of homework. I remember just going through the motions of being in class. I don't remember taking notes. I don't remember doing anything wow. that rocked me. And and it was almost like, what have you done? You know, like yeah. the, it just all hit me at once. And it was so overwhelming. And I, I didn't think I was gonna ever be able to get out of that pit. And then I was afraid to tell anybody else outside of my family who knew about it. Um, but you know, you know, got in school, got into, you know, just kept getting into the, 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 the drugs and the drinking and stuff like that, just because I was just trying to mask it, I guess, mm -hmm. or just trying to just get by. But after that, um, you know, I wasn't doing good in school, so I, you know, <laughs> and I eventually got kicked out of there. So moved back home, you know, still wanted to do my own thing. Um, so it wasn't working out with me being at the house. So I had to, so, you know, that relationship started to pick up more because I wanted to go stay with them instead. So fast forward, um, you know, through, through everything, um, I think it might have been about four or five years after that or so we were still living life doing things trying to mm -hmm. just get by <laughs> just get by tried the school thing probably another couple times just trying to just get by and 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 live and living to me was just um just trying to fill the voids and also just to cover the pain that i had inside because yeah. it was just unbearable to even so, think about. So what I what I've gathered from that is that your dream was to have a family and to be a mom. Yeah. And very quickly that dream yes. could have become a reality. Yes. But the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. Yes. For yes. you know for that or it can be the wrong thing. So what what your dream was <laughs> what you had like as like an end game, like an end goal came too early. And then, like literally, like you can you can abort a mission. So it was almost like this dream is aborted. This like whatever you know, just very quickly. And it's like I mean, to me, it's almost like the the rug was kind of ripped out from under. Like man, this is what I thought I wanted, and now it's gone. Yes. Is that like am I, am I gathering yeah. that right? Yes. And so, and then I guess until that relationship ended, it was just still kind of like going through the motions. Like I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like my dreams are gone. <laughs> Exactly. This was mid twenties, right? Mid twenties, mid twenties. I mean, like I said, we continued the relationship, and then later on, um, this was—I I, might have been—I don't know, twenty-three, maybe twenty-two, twenty-three, something like that—and um, I ended up pregnant again. Ended up pregnant again, um, and at this t at this point, I'm like, I'm in a better place now. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to tell me anything mm -hmm. else. Nobody else is going to, you know, I'm not going to allow. And like I said, it wasn't anybody else's fault. At that time, I felt like it was because I, I did, I, I felt like I didn't have like the, the mindset to stand up. But, mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I think well, as I got older, I felt like, well, I got a job. I got it. We got a place. You know, we're, we're doing things right yeah. now, you know, stuff like that. Um, but then, you know, I decided this is what we're going to do. So at that point, we, you know, we're like, we're going to, we're going to have this child or whatever. Um, but then it ended up being ectopic. Um, I don't know if, you know, if everybody knows what that is when you, you actually get pregnant in your, in your tube, in your fallopian tube versus your, your uterus. So it had to be an emergency uh, surgery at that point. So we, um, I, I feel like that just happened quickly. You know, I kept going to the doctors. I was just in the worst kind of pain 
I didn't know what it was. I was in the like I was in the hospital like this probably went on for about a few weeks. I might have been nine weeks. Few weeks where I was just in just excruciating pain in the hospital, back and forth, and they couldn't find anything on on the ultrasound. And eventually I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, Okay, your ACG levels are still going up and there's you've gotta be something in there. Right. So that's when they finally spotted it in my um, tube. So the next day I was in surgery. Next day I was in surgery. Um, lost my, lost the child and my my right fallopian tube that that day, and I remember just being like, "What in the world? How how common is this? I think it is actually pretty common. Okay, yeah, because just in the it, just in the guests that I've interviewed on my podcast, you're the second one to have said no almost way. that same story. But there was an ectopic pregnancy, fallopian tube, like emergency surgery. So I'm like, yeah, like is this super rare? And I just I don't know, or is this like more common? Because I don't, yeah. feel, I don't feel like people like maybe it's just me. I don't hear about it a lot. I just think people but, just don't talk about it. Yeah, they just don't talk about it. But I, I think it's more common than well, you know what we know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I had no idea that that was even a thing right at the time. Like wow, but it it yep. definitely is. So what is that? How was that different than than losing the child the first time? <sighs> <laughs> Where this one was like, okay, we're gonna make this happen. Yeah, and then it just didn't happen, but it wasn't your choice. It was almost like they were um, They were like put on top of each other, you know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. and Now now like oh, this is you know too, mm-hmm. you know, and I You know the the pain the physical pain was bad and the healing and stuff like that I felt like it was a process, but it it was more just I was I felt like I was just in a depression after that um and you know just like you know mm-hmm. what is what is life really you know and I, I remember you know after getting healed and stuff like that we went back to just doing things normal you know party on the weekend stuff like that and I remember thinking is this all there is <laughs> is this all there is to life like is this what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of my life dealing with this and just going with the motions mm-hmm. every weekend I remember just starting to get fed up with it and it just started just yeah. being like a like a you know a slow process where mm-hmm. it started picking up speed and I'm like this is this is not fun <laughs> no more <laughs> I, I'm tired of it I'm, I'm really just tired of just being like this um and I think uh it something happened praise the lord where I had to move back home which was the worst thing in my mind at that moment. <laughs> right. Because now I've got to move back home with my stepdad and my mom and, you know, and in and, and their, um, you know, in their relationship. And then, you know, and also knowing that my sister was going to love me being back home. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in that time span of being 18 and, you know, to that time, I missed a lot in her life. Yeah. So much in her life. And we were so close and you know and I felt like you know she she like she deserved me to be there for all of her her milestones in you right. know, in that time or whatever so I remember her being super thrilled I was home and I was glad to be with her but I was so like oh I'm here again I felt like I was moving backwards and it was really me moving forwards mm-hmm. in, the, in the grand scheme of things yeah it was really the Lord's plan for me to be back home. Um, so let me, I'm going to move. Sorry. Yeah, I want to know, know what the question was. <laughs> I love the story. But if you want to, so yeah. that, that's kind of like, you know, where your life started to, to move yes. in a forward direction and uh, really started to get back on your feet. So we can pick up with that if you want to, to okay. get your your story worn. Sorry. And then we'll, we'll reconvene. Is this your story? I'm sorry, from kindergarten to middle. <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> what, was, what was Little Worm like? I know Big Worm, what was Little Worm like? <laughs> oh, I wish uh, I was They couldn't keep their hands off of me. Not um, bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it looks a, a, a lot different, and, and not that I'm um, any better, but I think, you know, just as you're saying, like, you know, we, we were whole people. We knew who we were, um, you know, before we met each other. And I felt like, um, definitely in high school, I felt like like I knew I wanted to be married. I knew I wanted to have a family. 
and I thought I, was, I thought I was ready in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that I was actually dating in my junior year, she was a senior. I was like, I thought I thought it was a privilege for her to be dating me. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're she, welcome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she should be honored to be dating the guy. He's the most like humble, <laughs> proud person yes. I've ever met. Like, so confident. So, so confident. confident. <laughs> I mean, you know, kind of, kind of. Uh, I guess kind of after that, I was just like, well, you know, because I mean, when I when I commit, like I'm, I'm there. Like, yeah. yeah. So. When when, it, when it's not when it's not reciprocated from another person, it's like don't kind of done with everybody. But um, I think just like through growing up, um, I think I had to grow up faster than, than than I probably realized. Just you know, kind of was the man at the house, um, sort of kind of um, uh, kind of turned into caretaking with my with my mother. Um, so decisions got to be made, things got to be done. Just do what you got to do. Um, but I, I've all my mother was always that example. Um, with being a single mother, she always, um, you know, everything just seemed to just seemed to happen. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, I didn't know what was going on then. Um, but I think a lot of what she put in place, and of course, being being at church, you know, all the time, even when I didn't want to be, um, you know, no, no matter what you did. You know, the the week or the weekend, you know, you was always there Sunday morning. But I never saw her live a different life at home. Um, which I think spoke more to me, even though I didn't understand everything being. Um, but I never saw her be a different person, uh, to anybody else. Um, you know, even in church I don't even feel like she hung out with anybody. You know, it's like you go and serve, um, and Sunday afternoon we then it was already on the stove when we left we left that morning so um, you know wasn't going out to eat and hang out or whatever and I'm kind of grateful for that too so it wasn't more like you know didn't get to the click so that we had to be a part of this group a part of that group and I think they helped me too just with how um, I'm able to love other people and it's not like I have to oh I'm going to hang out with Catherine right? I'm going to hang out with Alicia and people who kind of like fit the bill but I can I can be social with you know with, with anybody. Um, so now just looking back, you know, back at the the lifetime there growing up, I, um, I'm I'm grateful for how the how she raised us. Mm-hmm. You know, even being a single mom. So mm-hmm. even with um, you know even with us being who we are today and growing up in different, you know, I, I, there, there was always opportunity. I mean, not to do the right thing, um, and I think. A lot of reason why I didn't take those opportunities to do the wrong thing is just because I knew it would hurt her. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about everything that she's done to make so she provided for me and my sister, and for me to go um, do something that would throw shame on her. I just like that 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 wasn't that wasn't what. Even though you know, me loneliness opportunities and things to do and. Um, Probably the other thing that saved me too is that just me having a car that nobody else, <laughs> probably in the world, definitely a Goldsboro had. So it was like, oh, as long as I saw your, I saw you know your your son was over here, your son was over there, um, and it still happens sometimes because there was somebody who had a similar car like mine, but you, if you didn't know cars, you didn't know they were different. Yeah. Um, but literally, even coming home from college, you know, when when my car cross the county line and I would have to do make two or three stops before I got home because I didn't stay in the seat I kind of stayed on the outskirts it was like yeah so this is told me they, they saw you I was like can I not come home and, and surprise my mother <laughs> <laughs> um, is this but, the same blue car like uh, the old style blue car that yes yeah, so I think you did see that one so yeah, yeah um, that, that was the, the 71 um, but I, I think I was I think I was driving that when we were in um, in Reesville. But yeah, that's kind of I mean, my, my, mine is probably shorter. I mean, there's um, you ain't gonna talk about you being like a bouncer at the clubs and going to church on Saturday night, and then having to leave there to go work security. Yeah, so I don't even know how I got in. I think just you know, like maybe just my 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 stature and all that stuff. They um, 
you know, so you should work security. Well, I'm good. I mean, I wouldn't want to mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> If they don't know that you're just a big yeah. teddy bear and all you want to do is love them, but you, you can put them in a chokehold real quick from a hug. Yeah. And, and I'll, the strangest thing about it is I don't really think I've ever been a aggressive person, even though I am a protective person. Mm-hmm. But I guess I never really had to act it out, so to speak. So um, working security brought probably more of that out of me. And, um, you know, I even had my, like my father one time told me, I, I, um, maybe maybe my senior in high school, I saw you had a gun on his truck. I was like, I don't want to have a gun. He was like, you don't need a gun. I said, why is that? Like, you, you're my son. I was like, what does that mean? Like, you practically had a bit of my life, so I, I, don't, I don't have anything to relate yeah. that to. And as I started working security, I was like, this is why he said that. That's why you don't Because I don't, I, I'm not a talker. Um, so, you know, if you're in my space and I ask you to be out of my space and you don't move out of my space, then I kind of assist you. And I didn't know that was in there because wow. I've never, you know, outside of football, which was, it was, I guess, a more playful aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a sport and I love about, you know, not that I'm trying to hurt nobody, but at, at the same token, I mean, you know, you still assert your force wherever you, whenever you mm-hmm. need to. Um, but still didn't know the, the protective side of me. I mean, I know I was, I was protective over my mother, but, um, or, or just at home in general. Um, but yeah, so did that for seven and, seven and a half years. Shoot. And I didn't even know it was that long. That was yeah, a long time. So my whole undergrad, grad school, um, and grateful that I got to step away from it and start what now is a career. Thank you. And really never knew how any of that stuff was gonna happen. Never knew I don't think I ever like dreamed of going to college. Never dreamed of I would have this job or I would do this or I would do that. I've just been kinda it's it's been all Jesus just carrying me through. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how I ever went to uh it, it still blows my mind that my mother was my mother. And that the wow. things the things that the things that she did, uh, you know, set up how I'm wired and then mm-hmm. to go to Goldsboro High School and to have a drafting class. That drafting will lead to hearing somebody else say, Oh yeah, we're going to we're going to A and T I was like, what they got to offer and or, or where can I, you know, advance this drafting thing? Cause I, I you know, kinda love to draw here and there, feel like I got a little bit of a creative mind. So it was either it was either A T or NC State. And I was like, like if I'm if I'm gonna leave home, I'm gonna leave home. Like, mm-hmm. NC State is like around the corner. I need to go a little further, but when I got there, I was like, this. Why is Why would you wanna be a wolf pack when you could be? Hey, right? <laughs> There it is. Like we could we couldn't leave that out. The yeah. then, North Carolina Agricultural Technical State University. Pastor Dwight says that. He does. I, I, don't know, I don't know if I, I love my school, I don't know if I, I ever said like he says it. Right. So that, that's pretty awesome. Even though we're kind of trying funny. to talk like this. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never been able to get that uh, out. But yeah, it's just, um, I mean, there's, there's definitely nothing that I wish I could go back and do or uh, say, oh, well, I wish I could, I think it's the stupidest thing to ever say. I wish I could go back to high school days. I wish I could go back to college days. I'm like, it, it was fun. I don't need, I don't need nothing in the past, you know, to repeat itself. But I mean, there, there was always opportunities to drink and to smoke, um, and to do all that stuff. And um, probably 95%, you know, of the people I call my friends did that stuff, but they respected the fact that I didn't want to. Um, and it was, it was, you know, occasional drinking, but I never, the smoking, I couldn't, I was like, I, I just had no idea how you guys can inhale that stuff. Um, so, you know. A lot of practice. They can still be there, you know, had this stuff, you know, rolling up and all that. And, um, you know, whenever they got ready to spark it up, I said, look, I, said, I, I gotta go. And they, I mean, they. It's definitely grace to God that um, I don't think they, there was never any peer pressure that they never like forced me to or, or made yeah. fun that I was. I just like, this is a decision 
and 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 it wasn't like it was like this is I don't think it was a decision. Just like it's just something I don't do, and it's not a hard thing. I mean, it's like I don't. Um, well, at the time. I don't eat lima beans. <laughs> so you can cook all the lima beans you want. I don't eat lima beans. Right. So no matter how many, how many times you cook them, it's not going to force me to eat them. Yep. I think sometimes people, like with the drug situation um, or any any substance abuse, it's like it's peer pressure. No, it's it's just as simple. If if you don't go to the skating rink, if you don't roll the blade, you don't roll the blade. Don't put on roll the blade. Yeah. It's, it's literally that simple. If you don't eat wheat bread, don't eat wheat bread. So I don't know why there's so much, you know, pressure as far as like, um, you know, substance abuse type things that um, people say they can't get away from. I don't, I don't know where that, where that cloud came from that says the, these things are are harder for you to say no to. Right. Like, no, mm, you don't like it. I mean, it's like what you were talking about, Alicia, like the prerequisite. Like, you have to go all these things, you know, this is what you must do in college. And these are the mistakes that you have to make. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're just going through this phase. You have to do all these things. So you no, stay you don't. Young. No. Right. That, that's not, no. that's not what young is about. <laughs> like, and, I, and I love that y'all are saying this, because, I mean, I think that, like, my listeners that listen to this podcast, I mean, they're all ages, all backgrounds, um, just you know, and, and everybody like needs to hear this, that regardless of what it is, that if it's not you, yeah. do you. Don't, don't like, don't yeah. try to be somebody else. Like, don't try yeah. to copy somebody else and it's not make their it's mistakes. Or even if it's their, uh, you know, good steps or whatever, like, don't just copy them. Yeah. Like, you in yourself are exactly what you need to be. Yes. And walk that out. Yeah. So, yes, Winfrey, you are a little bit creative <laughs> and you don't have to try to be like somebody else because you are a creator. Like, you're, you're never stuff. gonna see me in skinny jeans. Nope. That's, that's <laughs> a, <laughs> basketball shorts is about when I see you in one uh, like Like, you wear right basketball now. shorts to work. Can we I, used just to, I used to wear them to, to work security. I was the oh. only person. Oh. And then one other person came in, like, are you wearing shorts? I would wear shorts. And I stopped it. I was doing fine. See? Don't try to be like me. Oh I wish that the podcast listeners right now could see the fact that you wear basketball shorts and a collar and button. A collar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we should have been videoed. I know we should have videoed it. And the fact that Alicia is matching the couch. She's got yeah. some like plaid flannel something like, looking like patriotic pretty, red, pretty white, blue. Up shirt with some lounge pants on too. Right. Yes. This is great. I guess we thought we got to start videoing. She thought podcast was video, so it'd be professional. When I did Dwight Namies, I think Dwight thought the same thing. He went and got got dressed and whatever. He was like. We ain't gonna be seen. Yeah. This, this, is I, this is a shirt I wore to work today. I just shorts. I need my my, my legs. Oh, was this was this Zoom? <laughs> this Zoom, or you just from the top half? You have to no, you know, I, welcome to twenty twenty. No, everybody wears pajamas. I physically yeah. went to work today. I well, that's good. Well, I had on pajamas all day. <laughs> <laughs> you like working for me? Yeah. No. I put on put on clothes right before you got here. Well, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that, <laughs> but so that's my, you know, that's I guess that's my, I love my it. story. I mean, there's, of course, there's always a lot. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I had the most um, uh, attractive, interested, you know, type of story. I'm, I'm always oh, kind of just relaxed and, I mean, you and, and and laid and laid back. I don't, yeah, I don't make a lot of. Noise. She still thinks I tell her that I'm not a talkative person. She's like, you talk all the time. This guy got somebody here to talk to. Right. That's sweet. That there and there's something to be said and, and I was wondering like how it's gonna like finagle this in the conversation, but and I told you before, like you're the most consistent person mm-hmm. that I've ever met in my life. Like the most. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you guys are just the perfect pair together. I could not have handpicked <laughs> anybody. Like, you know, especially like my friends. Sometimes, you know, my, my friend would get married to somebody else and then I kinda just Inherit yeah. another friend, like no. I'm like, these are my two friends, and I'm so happy for them to be together because I mean, because you're and, and you're you're both consistent. Like I feel like that you are just like you're just consistently, you know. People talk about like I was gonna say like, people talk about like happiness is an emotion, but like your joy is just like. Does it ever not go away? Oh man! I mean, you could be going through. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, you could be going through hell though. And I don't know. There's been times where, you, like, I mean, we've cried together and yeah, things, yeah. and like, you know, just hurting 
painful times and it's like still even through tears you're probably smiling honestly <laughs> like i don't know It'll what you're like next day okay yeah get it together and you said and when you said about the uh that you can you know use force if needed um which is why you don't need a gun but i'm like <laughs> you don't even have to use force sometimes you can look you have this look that will put the fear of god in somebody that's for my mom it, I bet. I got a hair to oh my gosh. I've, I've been on the receiving end of that look a few times. But really? I've seen other people. <laughs> we won't talk about those. But I've also seen you do it to other people. And I'm like, hey, oh, no. And then you have a look too, Alicia. And yours is when you, you, you'll, you'll turn your head to the side. That side. Really? You're like, yep. It's that, it's that smile when you turn your head to the side. And it's like very sweet and sincere. <laughs> Whereas Worms is kind of like uh, this grin. It's like a, it's a <laughs> sneaky little grin. Yeah, you do have a sneaky little grin. Sneaky little grin. And squinty eyes. And he'll just kind of look at you like, mm-mm, nonsense. Oh, keep that. Well, and so, you know, obviously we know now that you are married. Um, expecting a little, we don't know if it's going to be a boy or girl. Um, and we don't have to give names on here unless y'all just want to. We can keep it a secret. So we'll, just, we'll keep it a secret. We'll keep it a secret. We'll keep it a secret. Um, but we do have names picked out, whether boy or girl. I say we. I included it. Okay, it's fine. Um, and so and so now your your dreams are not just coming true. Like they have come true. Like they are they are a reality that you are sitting in, living in, thriving in every day. And the fact that both of you, from you know teenage age, like you wanted a family, um, you wanted to be married, you wanted children. I'm just so happy to see those, like yeah. you know, come to pass. He's restored it all. It's it's amazing. If there if there's like one sentence that you could that you could encourage somebody with, that's kind of you know they might be in that season where they think they're grown. <laughs> yeah. Just like y'all, where they think they're grown, they think they know what they want, they think they have all these plans in these in these dreams. But maybe they don't understand that, like, whether it's timing, whether it's that there actually is something, like, better that they don't know because of, you know, they haven't been exposed to something different. Like, is there, like, a one-sentence encouragement that you can give to somebody that might be in that situation? Uh, I know it's going to sound really churchy, but <laughs> it, it really is just wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, I, you know, she's even asked me, even with the female friends and stuff that she knows um, and she was like why did you choose me and uh, you know you know over them I was like they weren't the one like they're they're friends but mm-hmm. I was like there's you know he I, I just believe he had to he had to leave me like there there was you know, even before I knew who Alicia was I'm like that there, there could have been a thousand different people that I liked I was like, you're gonna, you're gonna be, you know, you like women. I mean, I like women. You like, you like me. There were different people that we were gonna be attracted to. Yeah. yeah. And and it could just be like, maybe it's the the waitress or the waiter at our at our restaurant. Um, but I was like, you know, lustfully being attracted to somebody doesn't mean spiritually that you that you that you're supposed to be with them. And uh, no matter. I don't think we ever had an argument. I mean, I might have raised my voice a couple of times. Because <laughs> she says, she says Winford, like, Uh-oh. I don't know if I ever heard Winford this, this much in my life. <laughs> Winford. Stern <laughs> Winford. Yeah. But, um. I can hear yeah. you in my head say, Yeah, Stern. I wish they would smell it. If it was just to, um, I know she understands my heart on this, but it, it was just to check a box to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, just to check a box to be with somebody naturally. There could have been a hundred other people. Sure. But but spiritually speaking, there there was nobody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even even when, you know, even through the youth ministry or whatever, you know, I would I would even sit on Thursday nights and I'm like, uh, nah, I'm okay. But, you know, could you Kind of, I feel like I was kind of feeling something. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ain't eating. I'm in Greensboro. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know if I stop smelling. <laughs> I don't know if I like driving. <laughs> I don't know if I like driving to Breezeville. 
even on Thursday night, like, we get time doing this. I got so much stuff going on. And then, um, you know, I just think he he used the transition youth ministry and all that stuff. And it just made, uh, kind of put us in each other's path more. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt like the funny thing is where the Lord knew my heart as far as like, to me, I was a long distance relationship. Like, if you ain't next door, that's that's long distance right. to me. And um, so it's like everything that I would I would naturally say, yeah, I can't I can't do that. Is 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 what is what he already had set up, and it just seems so natural to do it. That you know the hour drive didn't seem like a mm-hmm. didn't seem like an hour anymore. It, it wasn't something that um, it wasn't like a labor intensive thing. So um, outside of waiting on him, it is going to be labor intensive. Like you're always going to be working and. And striving, no matter what it is, relationship, uh, job, yeah. um, even even going to work is labor intensive. If, mm-hmm. if if you're not waiting for him to give you the job, not you know, I, I have that, yeah. I have that same story, um, you know, with jobs. So just just over the course of my life, it was just being content um, where I am and waiting on him. So go back to that sentence, just, just wait on the Lord. That's that's crazy. And as as funny as that may sound, and even the um, even last night Wednesday Wednesday night Bible study, um, the song by Maverick City, the That's the, what the, you the guy the guy, the guy <laughs> was playing it, and you know you can hear something and because yeah, I mean that sometimes Maverick City or whoever mm-hmm. I was like you know this is a song everybody's on whatever right and then after a while I hear it and I'm like man I'm like. Even though I know how powerful they probably felt it when they were singing it, yeah. I was like, I don't know if you were actually really grasped just how simple it is. Mm-hmm. Wait on the Lord, mm-hmm. um, you know, scripture and all that stuff. And sometimes we just gloss over it. Here a thousand times, here minister a thousand times, and there's one that you can read that that you that you heard for the whole thirty-seven years of your life, and one day it's just illuminated. Um, but yeah. I think my one sentence is just wait on the Lord. I think just adding to that, I was thinking, um, and it's something I heard, I guess, in that season where, you know, I had to walk away from things that the Lord was, you know, was pulling me out of, and I didn't want to let go of it because it was, that was all I knew, it was what was familiar to me, but it was, um, it's better to wait on the Lord than to wish you had, and that thing, <laughs> it stayed with me because I'm like, I don't. I, I want to see the other end of this. Yep. I want to see all that the Lord has for me, and I'm still seeing it. Like he's not done yet, you know. So it's with every day, but it's not something that we passively do. Um, waiting on the Lord is something that is, is, you know, you have to be active. You have to be obedient in the waiting, um, and and not settling, um, or um, or just you know just just going by with life, just doing things. It's, it's so much more, so much more than that. Um, so I, I, I definitely am grateful that I waited on them. Um, and I think another thing, can I say something else? Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, I think growing up, I will always hear put God first, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, and nobody put it in my cards, you know, they were saying it all the time, put God first. What does that mean? Right. <laughs> all these churchy things that Christian needs, yeah. like, what does that mean? Right. I don't have bumper sticker. Yeah. How do I apply it to my life? Look, keep putting God first. I'm like, am I putting them first? I don't know. <laughs> so what does it mean to you? Yes. So when you do put him first, I mean, it, it's 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 amazing. It, it really is. It, it, it takes the focus off of you and it puts it on him. And it's, it's not so much about me making my life the way I want it to be. It's, it's, it's putting it all into his hands um, and 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 watching him make something beautiful out of me or make something beautiful out of the mess that I created or um, redeeming it mm-hmm. um, because I mean out of all the things that I've talked about it's so much more but he's redeemed he's re- he redeemed all of it all every of it. last bit of it and he's yeah. restoring every last bit of it um, so whether you know everyone knows or no one knows you know, it, it, it's it's a major thing. It's a major thing. Nobody has to know, but mm-hmm. you know when you're putting God first because your life changes. It wow. changes. 
and it's powerful. amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, we got a couple minutes left. So I got, I got oh, a couple goodness. questions. Okay. <laughs> I started to film the time. No. <laughs> I was gonna say she didn't even want to talk. Right. <laughs> Dude, this is this is perfect. I, when he says he's like he's like that's too long. No, time's gonna fly when you hit that record button. Oh. Um, all right. So a couple questions. Okay. What's been your craziest pregnancy craving? Ah, uh, craziest? I'm not really crazy. I, I, I love ice cream. Now I'm lactose intolerant regularly. <laughs> but right now I'm not. Not. <laughs> Glory to God! Yes. You healed. Yes, I've been tearing ice cream. Redeemed. <laughs> yes. All right. Everybody's so ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. And and Daddy over there. Does, do you have any cravings? I've heard that some dads of like. I don't know if it's a craving, but I've been I've been loving Popeyes chicken. Okay. Or just chicken wings in general. No, I love I love chicken wings. Period. Yeah. But, but Popeyes chicken specifically. Spicy. Spicy white, three piece. <laughs> wow. Which really is three piece because they oh give you gosh. a breast and two wings. It should be two breasts and a wing. No. I don't know. I don't no know legs. Where. No, that's dog. No, he don't like it's that. Dog. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, leg and leg and thigh. That's dog. Okay. <laughs> on a breast and wing. Breast and wing, then. <laughs> Spicy. Okay. Thanks, Cole. All right. So if y'all have, if y'all have, um, if you're putting on a t-shirt. Do you put your arms in the sleeves first, or do you put the collar over your head first? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you put your head in first? Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes I put my... No, yeah, I do. No, I do. But how do you do? You put your arms in first. I put my arms in first. You do. So, you, so yeah. Mark puts his arms in first, at least puts it over yeah. head. Yeah, too. Okay. So, y'all like steak? I yeah. do. All right. How do you like your steak, Cook, Alicia? Right now, it's got to be well done. Well, the, because of the baby, or, or because of the baby. But but other than that, other than that, I would eat it medium well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it medium well. Yeah. Okay. See, so I don't really like it bloody. No. Whatever. Not you don't eat bloody. my people. No. Not too bloody. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, if you're putting your pants on, hopefully you do. Do you put your left leg foot in or your right leg? Right. Right. You both put your right in. Yeah. Are y'all both right-handed? Yeah. All right. And what is the best feature about the other person what's your favorite not the best but what's your favorite feature about the other person keep it keep it g-ray <laughs> uh, i love his little sweet smile i love it so okay. yeah, the cheeks i just love it so much oh All right. okay can we let me say this is the lips so in the ultrasound the baby you can see the lips uh -oh. like, he got wet for lips yes he, she, i said i'm gonna be kissing that baby <laughs> Especially when we driving. Uh -huh. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's always on their side. Like, Why are you on their side? I'm telling you the truth. She's always in defense of the <laughs> That's so uh, true. She's always in defense of the other person. Man, that just took <laughs> me back to like when we used to carpool going to prison ministry and stuff. <laughs> and like the conversations we'd had and Yeah. You were I don't know if I've ever heard you say an unkind thing about anybody. Mm. Anybody. <laughs> I know you may have sit here whatever, but I'm just saying we've had a lot of conversations. I, don't, I, I know for certain that I've never heard you say an unkind thing about anybody. Yeah. I can't say that about probably anybody else. <laughs> she, she even going down even when we're driving and somebody's coming down the road on a motorcycle, she she sticks her hand out to him. Uh huh. She's like, "Lord, keep him safe." I was like, "And it's so yeah, genuine." What do you say? Keep me safe when I got in the car to drive. Right. It's so you true. Don't know what I say, man. Well, I love y'all so much. Thank you, you for allowing you. me to sit on your couch and Aww. enjoy pizza with you and have a conversation. So. We got a large pizza day time. I know, right? Oh <laughs> that pizza was great. I still got some left. We do? Mm. No, I do. <laughs> well, I love y'all. We're going to wrap this love thing up so you can watch the NFL draft. Woo! It's been over six minutes, but 
Alright. Thanks for listening to Church Talk. Love y'all. I feel like I, I can see I got a piece of it. <laughs>